He feeds us poison. They invent our medicine. So we buy their elixirs. Gaslit presents Fool's Anthrax. Candy. Oliver Owens. All right, let's be straight. Yeah, enough beating around the bush. We've been, we can't we've, beat around the bush. We've been poisoned. We've been duped. We've been <laughs> duped. We've, been fa- we've fallen victim to a practical prank. Yeah, my practical belly's joke. all turned upside down. A horrible I, French prank. A horrible French prank where my belly is turning purple and rotten with ulcers and pulsating bumps. From the Grimace Shake? No. Nope. No. From Slug in Combatant. French Devil. A French de- Devil. French Rogue. I can't believe we've got got again. But, I mean, guys, at the end of the day, we have to start at the beginning. What happened? So there's this fun game that all the kids are playing called Words with Friends. And my cousin, who we all know and love, uh, Milk. We tolerate him at the. Yeah, he's a slanderer. He has really caused quite a lot of grief in our life. I'm beginning not even wanting to find him at this point. It's it's almost like a lost cause. So we all got together and we started playing Words with Friends. And I don't know if you guys have ever played Words with Friends. It's Words with Friends. If you can spell. Ollie. Words with Friends uh, assigns you a random opponent. Uh, Of course, you can see each other's name, but you basically play Scrabble together. So we started a new Words with Friends game, and it became very apparent what we were dealing with. Creamy Nerd 69 Butterfly, also known as Milk the Thur Owens, Mm -hmm. correct? We all are agreeing on this. Unfortunately. So um, Words with Friends is a word game, and what you can do with words is communicate, of course, and this is how Milk gets out his peace because milk suffers from the inability to actually directly communicate that's why all of his relationships have failed and why he doesn't really communicate and talk to us anymore and why we've he's the um, that and he's been rolling around the midwest i think that's more of an excuse and i'm just kind of playing along with it i mean ever since a child he had numb lips yeah he's right? a strange they're always really blue yeah, yeah. Um, and fingers like a catheter that's yeah. what you said I did. Because they're always in your pee hole. So we're playing w- Words with Friends, and it's starting to become pretty apparent to, to at least me and Paige. Not me. All, nope. of, all of us, yeah, except no, for Ollie. No, no, no. That there's a direct line of communication. He says, I'm wet. I'm scared. I'm alone. Like, that's very specific. Yeah, true. Paige, where the hell could he be if he's scared, wet, and alone? If he's scared, wet, and alone, and it dry. means he's on the run. Mm-hmm. And from... Who else but Slogan Compagnon? So I think now is a good time to kind of, you know, uh, hash out Slogan Compagnon's backstory. Yeah. Slogan Compagnon, of course, rogue Frenchman. Slogan Compagnon has a, he has a wish. He has a dastardly wish that he wants to fulfill. And that is connecting Quebec, Canada to Louisiana through a high-speed railway, therefore inventing France too. Mm. Called the Great French Run. The Great French Run. And he can only do that by building these French railways over protected areas such as wetlands, but also encapsulating moistlands and drylands. This is only important because Milk Owens is the ambassador to 
wetlands, moistlands, and drylands. So milk must and sometimes si- Iceland. And sometimes I thank you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Iceland. Milk must sign a treaty in order for Slogan Combatant to get his construction underway. You might be thinking there must be another way to build Mega France, and there there is. Slug's already looked into it. He's written it in letters. We know. However, the only other way is to find a dark star for him to make his dark wish and for it to come true on top of a hill. And he is, that is just the, not the dice that are connecting here. Yeah. It's much, much, much easier to take over the protected areas of the... Dry, uh, the lands. The mm-hmm. lands. The various lands of the various moisture levels. Then to find a dark star. He exactly. thought they got it right with the Louisiana Purchase. That was called the Louisiana loss mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. to those, to those evil frog-licking bastards, mm-hmm. snail-chewing creeps. Bastards is on the edge for me. Yeah. Get so mad. that means that slogan Compton will not stop, will not rest until he gets his hands on Milk Owens in order for him to sign this treaty. So. At the end of the day, we don't know how, we don't know why. We assume through some sort of net nanny that he installed at the Hannah Owens residence. I didn't really explain this, but I mean, I I know how he knew. Okay. Is the goggle holes? I mean, Slugging Kamatan is a terrible detective. Mm Mm-hmm. And a worse friend. He's terrible. I mean... They don't even allow him on the app Words with Friends because he is a friend to no man. And he has no words. However, he does own a huge amass of spy goggles and spy glasses and spy periscopes. I was just going to say periscopes, long tubes of glass. He he has been casing our joint for quite a while. He's got hole making. He'll see you, but you won't see him. So in that sense, he's actually fairly good at what he does as a prime and I. Well, I mean, he's dugging all those mole holes out there. I get seen with a shovel, and he like digs like sixteen feet underground like three seconds, and he goes damn because he keeps hitting concrete and dig back up, dig back damn, but like in a French voice, damn. Yeah, it's not very quiet on this Western Front. Absolutely not. So, anyways, he found out. That we were in a brief words with friends communication with Milk Owens. Of course, at the end of the day, I did win, so the you know the communication ended, and a new game began. But that did not stop him from drugging us mm-hmm. in our nightly sprite. Yeah, and not even Paige's excessive finger webbing could have saved us from this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he drugged us. And I'm, I'm kind of at my limit, actually. I'm kind of pissed off that he did this. No, I'm pretty pissed off, too. Like, I know we put up a lot of his cartoon-like shenanigans, but this is kind of, like, like freaking me up right now. And yeah. it's kind of serious, too. I'm, okay. I'm redder than a beat. This isn't a joke. So, I decided to uh, do extensive blood tests on myself and the, the crew. Just because I needed to see what made us conk out so quickly and what gave us this uh, itching feeling this bad feeling inside our skin it almost made my head pop off yeah it made me go it made my lips swell it's i mean we'll get into the specifics later yeah his head sounded like it was frying egg i came across a, a specific chemical and or chem- chemical concoction with found chemical within, concoction found within our bloodstream and it was i mean i don't know how else to say it but gumimon uh, and this is no, this isn't Pikachu, this isn't Charizard, this isn't Bulbasaur, this isn't Squirtle, this isn't Ghastly, this isn't Cubone, this isn't Mewtwo, this isn't Mew, this isn't Snorlax. Stop! 
Today we are talking about Gumimon, aka Fools Anthrax. What does Gumimon mean? Uh, as we've established before, it's not Mewtwo. Stop. I'm not going to stand for this. Gumi- I don't... I, I'm going to say it right now. If I hear anything about the copyrighted Nintendo product Pokemon this entire episode, I'm going to put both of you out back and spray you with a hose. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, I'm bad. Oh, I'm bad. Gumimon translates to Little Rubber Man in German. Little Rubber Man. And uh, this is a pre-Germanic concoction, potion, some might even say, uh, that was invented in ancient Germanic times, probably from some wandering Aryan tribe or something of the sort. But how it got in our bloodstream, well, that's a bit crazy. That's a bit wacky. That's a bit kooky. Gumimon reared its ugly head in the 1930s when German scientist Morton von Kropp was experimenting. And the important thing about Morton is he is a reformed alchemist. Kind and he of like... kisses boys. Yeah, Morton von Krapp made a lot of excellent, sweet, powerful potions in his laboratory late one night. He would uh, toss a little bit of this, a little bit of that in there, and people were like, hey, what you cooking good looking? He says, love potion number 69, brother. But he said in German, und love potion und 69. I'm not done. He had, a, he had at least two more iconic potions. He had the wish you weren't green potion. Mm. It'd make you not green, but if you drink it twice, it made you green. Kind of double negative there. He had the failed no more toes juice. And, I mean, I think we can all imagine what happened there. Yeah, alchemy is... is Cray-yay-yay-yay-zy, Kesha. It's a real crude science. It's real You ever been in the kitchen, Ollie? Ollie, remember that time we were in the kitchen? We started, like, we pulled out a big, like, egg beater... And we just got like a big old like mason jar and started filling with like like vinegar and lemons and soap and soap lemons and root beer and, and beetles and, and, and dirt and soot and, I said, Close and your ash eyes. and lye. Yep, and I said, "Close your eyes. I'm gonna get you something delicious. Close your eyes, kiss your lips, put your mouth together, and make a good wish." And then you said, "I hope you don't feed me that drink." And I fed him the drink, and he passed out. I take him to the ER. Alchemy, Alchemy is not important anymore, which is why Morton is a reformed alchemist in the 1930s in Germany. So he was known as the best below-the-belt chemist in all of Germany. Mm. And by that I mean he devoted his entire life to finding the cure for Dutch knees and Warlock's ankle. You can also find him credited to uh, rhino horn hard-on pills. Yes. Viagra is the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But specifically, like, his... Concoction is uh, it's much Cock stronger than a camel's hump. Yeah, and it's yeah. much more traceable to the the gas station boner pills than like actual name brand Viagra. Uh, this is getting really unscientific, real quick. Well, I mean, it's not. They, weren't, they didn't grow up a tree. It's, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's beautiful. It's what makes babies. Ollie, can you talk a little bit about Dutch knees? Yeah, actually, uh, my great 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 aunt had Dutch knees. She was a silly old broad, had a big old wooden spoon that smack her children with it. You know, just classic Dutch heritage kind of stuff. I'm not Dutch. She was Irish. I don't know why I said that. What happens with Dutch knees, the kneecaps come loose. 
from the actual leg. Uh, and they just kind of rattle around. And when you move your uh, leg, you know, when you uh, Bend your con- knee. contort and yeah. twist it. Sounds like a yo-yo. It sounds yeah, like yo-yo ma, but, I mean, it's... Creaky. It's creaky. It's, it's like a wooden door. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, we all, know, we all know and love someone with Dutch knees, but you can hear them coming from a couple miles mm. away with that creaking and squawking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people just like in the in the olden days just throw oil on these people, thinking no. that it would seep into the joints somehow and cure them of this no. People from the ailment. Bay Area do not tolerate this. They no. have they have like, pebble beatings, pebble True. beatings in the street. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in front of people and, yeah, the, and the great lemon fractures. Mm-hmm. The lemon, Kyler, can you talk about the lemon fractures? God, I'd love to talk about. So, people in the Bay Area are extremely intolerant of Dutch knees. In fact, you probably would never hear about it if you're from the Bay Area. Uh, lemon fractures are the impactful damage done to the Dutch knee where they kind of just put, like, lemon juice that overly, like, exaggerates the friction that occurs and it just breaks the bone. It's kind of like, a, you know, because there's acidic acidic properties in lemon juice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is you kind of just, like, and you just really douse it. That's a lemon fracture right there. Mm-hmm. Also, a lemon's kind of hard. You know, if you, like, hit your knee really hard with a couple of lemons, a couple of hard lemons, a couple of strong... Yeah, just... Just break their fucking legs with the lemon. Hey! Break their legs... I'm ready to talk about Warlock's ankles now. Warlock's ankles are a very unsightly side effect that grows a two-inch cuff around your ankles of matted, like, sheep's wool-like hair. Like, if you thought your pubes were, like, wiry and crazy, it's about to get a whole lot worse. When you have Warlock's ankles, that when, is. When you have Warlock's ankles, it puts a lot of un- unwanted stress and heat amongst your ankles, which is really bad for your joints. You put a car battery up to them, it'll almost nearly incinerate you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have your feet... In shoes, and you're you have warlock's ankles. I mean, the it's like amount, a bad sunburn. I mean, the amount it not only overheats your feet, but it traps in all the moisture, creating a cacophony, a world, a culture of toe fungus and to grow and uh, I thrive. Mean, really, thrive. You know, yeah. and I think that's it's more like the Dago Boss system. Not to mention, people point out your. Fugly ankles, too. That's right. true. And it, I mean, the one benefit is that, you know, if you're... Um, you always have enough stuff to put on your pillow. Yeah, I mean, it's a little extra cushion for the pushing. I was just about to say that. Yeah. But yeah. with feet. I mean, you know, you, you can't even click your ankles anymore. It's like bumper cars. Mm-hmm. So people important to uh, Morton Von Krupp's life were both respectively diagnosed with Warlock's ankles and Dutch knees. So he devoted his life into helping finding a cure for these things. That is when he stumbled across the recipe for the elixir Gumima. So he found this ancient recipe, but some of the ingredients, and by some I mean most of the ingredients, were no longer found in modern-day 1930s Germany. I mean, we're talking about mammoth's tusk, Sherlock's raisin beans, and stellar sea cow. I mean, these things are, half of those things have gone extinct, and no one knows what the other one is. So he had to do what any good scientist or bad scientist had to do, which is make substitutions to the recipe. Yeah, fake it till you make it. You guys are looking up the recipe for meth, I'm looking up the recipe for Boomimon. I mean, let's start off with what the substitutions were. Mm-hmm. So, for Mammoth's Tusk, uh, originally, they, when they first found Mammoth, they were like, oh, we're going to find a ton of these. 
This is going to be something that's a common occurrence. They're for making us. a comeback. They didn't know what it was, but they were like, "Yes, this is definitely going to be in our future." But much to this, their dismay. They did not find many mammoths. That was not as common as they thought they were. Go- it was going to be mm-hmm. newsflash. Uh, newsflash. Mammoth tusk. What are you going to substitute it for? Forget about it. Maybe, maybe a little newt labia. And that's exactly what they did. And by gum, it worked. Kind of. But, you know, newt labia is not very easy to find. It's not as acidic. Actually, it's too acidic. It's, it's far too acidic. And that had some unwanted properties. Ingredient number two. Sherlock's raisin bean. What is this? It predates Sherlock itself almost, but not really. A raisin bean is a difficult type of African shriveled bean that is hard to find, hence Sherlock's raisin bean. Since it's so hard to find, no one can find them. We're all out. No more Sherlock's raisin bean. True. How do we substitute Sherlock's raisin bean? Surprisingly, a rat's crooked egg is the next best substitution. How do you get a rat's crooked egg? Well, similar to beating a water mammal to death's door, barely able to breathe, obtaining a crooked rat egg isn't as hard as it looks. First, one must find a rat. They are quite common in well-populated areas. Check your cabinet. Check under your stairs. You'll probably find a pregnant female rat. Grab her by her delicate, fragile neck with bones like toothpicks. Now, it's important to grab her by her neck and wield her upside down so her pregnant, bulbous stomach is exposed. Hit her as hard as you can against drywall. In about six to eight minutes, little black pearls should start spewing out of her her sex. These little black pearls aren't as delicious as they look, but they are quite savory and may be used as a proper substitution in this potion. Do not try this at home. Don't try this at home. This try is this only for 1930s German scientists. And modern day inventors. Thank you. Last but not least, stellar sea cow, which is an endangered species of manatee, uh, is is substituted with a bruised manatee. Oh. So, you know, this is a manatee that has seen uh, brighter days yeah. and has seen darker nights. Mm-hmm. This manatee is bruised. It's battered. It's beaten. Find one, take it, make it into an elixir. So he found all these ingredients, shockingly, and he tried to make this ancient elixir, and it did not give the effects of the original elixir. I forgot if we mentioned this in the in the lead up to this episode, but Gumimon was a very powerful healing potion, and there were multiple reports throughout multiple Germanic tribes that this was the healing potion. It worked better than anything. So he was trying to invent a healing potion for the Dutch knees and Warlock's ankle. This did not have that effect. In fact, it gave a quite adverse effect. Oodles of symptoms. Yes. Side uh, none of which were healing. Let's nope. just say that. Mm-hmm. Let me know if any of these sound familiar. Stiff muscle. Throbbing ache. Ouch. Bulging eyes. Mm-hmm. Vibrant skin. Cobra brown. And the vibrant skin, I want I want I want to clarify. Vibrant skin, we had reports of green, brown, and this is in quotes orcish. 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 I don't really know what that means. Yeah, it's goblin esque. It's uh, orc like. Yeah, of of the go- hobgoblin orc uh, orc. Yes. V- something Tolkien in nature. Okay. Something green, leathery, <laughs> scary and big. Tears you asunder. Uh, it gives your hops 
a significant increase. Like your IPA? Uh, no, like a 12-foot vertical leap kind yeah, of. Yeah, 12 oh, like foot. two feet up, two feet forward, levitation? Absolutely. Um, and the back legs, like springy, very springy back legs. I we need have some reports of Flimsy, springy back legs. We have reports of knees traveling backwards, giving the appearance of maybe like some sort of bird leg or but some... But Paige, tell me about that ass. What does it do to your ass? What does it do to your rear end? No, Paige, tell me, tell me, tell me. We have reports of the rear ends of people who took this specific elixir to be shovel-like. Spade-esque. Spade-esque. Mm-hmm. Sharp, coming to a point. Nothing but knuckle and toe. Mm-hmm. Reduced stature is a part of this. Uh, begs. It begs. It begs the question. It begs. Its mouth waters. It begs. It beckons. Its, its hands scrunch. It's clammy. It begs. All right. What is he doing out there? What is he doing out there? It begs, honey. Yeah, looking down on its puppy dog eyes. No, not even that. It begs, sweetheart. It begs, girly. He's on his knees. He's begs. begging. So let's talk about the insect eating. I think that that has a lot to do. I think that can start, you know. That can start a war. So if this, if if these symptoms are sounding familiar to you, yes, these people who took this elixir are slowly but surely becoming amphibian-esque humanoids such as the beloved frog. The frog prince potion. But a and kiss won't save you. Two kiss kisses might. Two kisses might. One kiss certainly won't save mm-hmm. you. So what comes with being a frog? Eating bugs. So oftentimes these people, after being injected with this elixir or, or swallowing this elixir or inserting it into another orifice... Anal consumption. Often went after a certain insects, specifically... Worms, and more specifically, there were two separate cases of the flying bug. The flying bug of these people eating silkworms Oof. and then turning bioluminescent. Mm-hmm. The silkworm is a Dorito to a frog. So you might have picked up by now that this story is happening in 1930s Germany. So. Briefly after this elixir was being put through human trials, what was soonly known as the Frog Force Five, which are five people who were of fighting age and uh, injected with this elixir, were recruited by the Nazis Mm -hmm. and were put on the battlefield as a force. However, they proved ultimately unuseful as they were more focused on flies than on the war. Mm-hmm. So while it was attempted, it was uh, utterly useless. Really. Useless Nazis. Well, I'd like to also say that, oh. long story short, we were fed the frog potion. We were fed the frog potion. I think it's nearly over for all of us now. Hopefully. I mean, orcish skin is still... It's setting in. It's, it's fading. It's mm-hmm. coming out like a tide. I feel fine. I feel more one with myself, at least. Mm-hmm. Because you eat tapioca pearls. It helps like it, counteract the uh, the frogish tendencies. It, it acts almost like frog eggs inside of you, and the potion just gloms Yeah, you it. might have to open I your mouth so. one time, and a bunch of little frogs are going to hop out. You know what else is going to hop out? This week's Tales from the Lamp. This week's Tales from the Lamp is bean reading. This 
art form was developed by uh, Jelly Belly as a way to move their product amongst various counterculture circles. You know, after all, you know, who doesn't love a Jelly Belly bean? You know, Ronald Reagan loved those guys. Yeah. But you know who didn't? Old witchy ladies. Yes. Old witchy ladies hated them. They said, ah, get out of here, Jelly. The devil's bean. The yeah, devil's bean. Hated it. They hated these things. So Jelly Belly put out this marketing campaign called Bean Reading, very similar to tea leaf reading, uh, where you would circle the jelly beans in a bowl, and you just keep on popping them into your mouth until... You just hurled out the answer. And it read your fortune. Yes, read your fortune. You know, you'd say, oh, I'm having a cherry-flavored day. Oh, I'm having a mango-flavored day. Oh, I'm having a tutti-frutti-flavored day. Is it possible to have hints of lime dreams? Yes. Okay. If you have a buttered popcorn day, you go straight to hell. I'm Paige Hanna. I'm Kyler Knight. And I'm Oliver Owens. Good night. Stay tight. Keep that gas lit. (laughs) 